Jesus didn't touch on your favorite sin there, I commend you. Got a lot of territory. My dad had a lot of very useful phrases. And one of them that I've always remembered is he would say, you get to pick your friends, but your enemies pick you. You can pick your friends, but your enemies pick you. And I used to like that when I was a kid, but over the years, I don't necessarily believe it. I actually think we spend a lot more time picking our enemies than we do picking our friends, if we're brutally honest. And here's what I mean by that. Um, Priests get lots of mail, as you might imagine, and it's kind of an interesting trajectory. When you're first ordained, you get all one kind of mail, and then as time goes by, you get other kinds of mail. And right now, in my current position, I certainly get a lot of mail, and the stuff that's more challenging I've come to have a little practice, which I've got two bins, and if I get some unhappy mail, I divide it into the stuff that actually bothers me and the stuff that doesn't. So one bin, the other bin. That was a suggestion from one of my siblings who knows me very well. And I always feel kind of bad when someone writes a really angry letter and it sort of makes me laugh, because I want to honor their feelings, but Sometimes it just doesn't hit the mark. But it's the ones that really strike to the core. Those are the ones that I choose, regardless of what the intention of the person writing the letter is. And I'll be honest, one of the things that I find always most difficult is if somebody writes an angry letter, and it's often written on the very stationery of some solicitation letter over my signature, And it's basically saying, why are you asking for more money? There's so many other things you could spend this money for. And it takes a lot of money to run that place down the road. And I know that there's wisdom there. And every time I find myself asking, well, where are we sending the money? What am I asking people to give money to? My point is this. We are the ones who notice what it is that strikes to the core of our hearts. We are the ones who oftentimes allow someone who has an issue with us. Now, I don't want to get into that particular thing. My point is what it is that strikes your heart, what it is that strikes you as, wow, this person's unhappy or they're angry with me. Do I pay attention to it or not? Because there's plenty of times somebody may not be happy with you, and for whatever reason, you just kind of let it go. Or, you know, you, you wish they could resolve whatever it is they're struggling with. But it's those times when anger is directed to you, and you honor it. You nurture it. It's almost like a little flame that you blow into, and you feed it into a conflagration. And I'm saying that that's important because it tells us a lot about ourselves. If it allows us to become defensive or angry in return, then usually it's getting in the way of any sort of healthy relationship or any sort of useful dialogue or any willingness to become vulnerable or just a little bit less defensive. And so those are the things to pay attention to. Go to the gospel today. These Pharisees and scribes, they're all riled up because of what they see Jesus and his disciples doing. 
Jesus doesn't really have an interest in picking a fight with them. They're the ones who have decided that Jesus and his disciples will be their enemy. They're the ones who have picked this small group and said, you're the ones who are going to bother us. You are the ones who are going to get us all worked up. Because that's easy to do. In some sense, by picking our enemies, it's a very controlling kind of behavior. These are the people I'm going to clearly define. These are the people who aren't like me. They're one of them. These are the people that I'm going to find a reason for why their issue isn't really fair or just, if they only knew things better. And it's useful to pay attention to those enemies we pick because they tell us a lot about ourselves. And I know for myself, go to that second reading from St. James, right? Are you watching out for the widows and orphans? It doesn't mean don't feed your own family, but who else or what else are you feeding? And so I know when I get some mail that really stings me to the core, and I say, yeah, why is this person so angry? And they go into that bin that says, yeah, you got to pay attention to this. I know it's because there's a certain defensiveness I'm feeling that is authentic. And it gets mixed up. We're messy. We're human. But still, it's like a red flag to say, who are your enemies? Because you've done more to pick them than you realize. I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to anyone in this room. And it's so easy, I think, sometimes to think of the enemies as being the ones coming after us. Those are the ones coming from outside. I mean, Jesus nails it. Don't get all worked up about who's coming at you from the outside. Pay attention to what's stirring from within. But my point is, you can't always separate those two. And we can delude ourselves at times, saying, what is inside of me that really needs some attention? I can somehow twist around and make it seem as if all the attack is coming from without. It's coming from that person or that cause. And if only they saw things differently, they'd feel differently. So just a little invitation, a spiritual exercise as we go into yet another hot summer week to think about your enemies, to really think about them. And don't even pray for them. And don't ask bad things for them, but I don't say pray for your enemies. Well, for this week, just think about them and really ask yourself, what have you done to select them? No, you didn't stir them up to write the letter or whatever, but you did select them to the degree that you're listening to them, to the degree that they're striking at something in the core of your heart. Even more than we pick our friends, we pick our enemies. And it can be very valuable just to notice who we're choosing. Because that's where God is saying, all right, don't get all worked up about them, but look at what's being revealed in your heart and let's talk about it. Let's talk about it in prayer. Let's talk about it in our parish with people you know and trust. And let's get to a better place.